Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Sports uh, Believe and Sports Business Sports Media. We're heard uh, in Southern California and everywhere on all the apps, including TuneIn and around America. Happy to have you aboard. And last week, of course, well, my name is Fred Wallen. You can email us, sportsfred at AOL.com. Last week, we had a special show. Uh, we talked to Muhammad Ali from heaven. Today, a special show also is Tom Hoforth is still at the dentist. His dentist only shows up on Thursday as we tape this show at 4.15 Thursday, May 14th, 2020. A special show because Art Source uh, played for the Rams. And I have to ask him, uh, what do you think of the new Rams horns and the uh, new uniforms for your Los Angeles Rams? You know, I'm with Eric Dickerson. I think they're terrible. Um, you know, the colors are okay, but... Why change something that is iconic, that has been what has been over the years? I mean, let me tell you something. My greatest thrill in sports was putting on a Ram away uniform in 1980 and kicking in Oakland. And, I mean, these are great uniforms. The horns. Fred Gerke, 1948, came up with the original horn on the helmet, Fred. And uh, you know who his grand great grandson is? Who? Kristen Yelich. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, these are great uniforms. And why change something that's successful? I've always wondered about that. I wonder what Christian Yelich, you went to high school right near where I do the show from, uh, would be saying at this point in time. Of course, MVP two eighteen in. Uh, the National League. Um, talking to Art Source of Galaxy Sports, formerly of the USC Trojans and the LA Rams, even though he was a UCLA fan, he went to a USC, so I always kid him about that. Um, okay, this is more national than local. We'll bring it back local in a moment, but I have to say something. I think Blake Snell is one of the best pitchers in baseball. I have talked to a couple players, and they have said in pure stuff, there's really nobody better than Blake Snell when he's healthy. Okay. What he said yesterday was partially, well, part of it was 100% true, and in, that it's too much of a danger to be playing baseball. But the other part of it, Art Source, i got to put you on the spot. He's making $7 million. He'd only make $3.5 I don't think a ball player making those kind of dollars should have mentioned the dollar figure. If you just want to say it's too dangerous to play, I don't trust the fact that nobody will get infected. I think that's beautiful. But to add the fact that we're only getting half the money, I, I think that was a major mistake by Blake Snell, and I think the average fan might agree. But what do you say? Well, with 36.5 million people on unemployment right now, Fred, that may not have been the right thing to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, I think Blake Snell's got nasty stuff. He's great. He's awesome. I love the Tampa Bay Rays, but you know you have to you have to look at it from a little bigger picture, and the bigger picture is people are starved for sports right now. Now, yes, we have to take every possible 
every possible, however you want to put it. You know, I mean, you have to have that. But people do not feel sorry for somebody making three and a half million dollars. End of story. And I, I agree. That's the first thing I, it shocked me that uh, somebody, his agent or his manager just would have shut him up and just say, just say the first part of it and you're going to get everybody on your side, but, or preponderance of people on your side that it's too dangerous to play. But when you add oh, that. Oh, Fred, I got to ask you a question. Sure. All right. Yeah. What's going on at Santa Anita? Are they really going to race tomorrow? Yep. Uh, folks, we're taping this Thursday at now 4.19 p.m., and we're opening at, I think, 1 o'clock at Santa Anita on Friday. We opened up Golden Gate a couple of days ago, both owned by the Stronics. And, again, no fans are going to be there, at least for the uh, uh, next uh, couple of months, I presume, at least. So, so uh, get, uh, let me ask you a question, Fred. Are you yeah. going to ask this? Yeah. California, Oregon, Washington, no action Yet there's going to be horse racing in front of no fans yep. tomorrow at Santa Anita. Yep. Does that make any sense to you? I mean, well, no. But again, I think money talks, and somebody in some way is uh, uh, promising somebody something. That's my only thought, honest to God. Because right, okay, just just training in the morning, it takes so many people. It takes jockeys. I heard, I mean, it takes uh, jockeys, it takes horses out there. I think there were 1,700 horses training at Santa Anita, and I think uh, 750 uh, uh, riders and jockeys, things like that. But People actually live there on the grounds, right? Yeah, right there, but they don't go off it. And now, of course, you're going to have other people, even though it's not fans, you are going to have other people. Obviously, you can have owners of the uh, of the horses and things like that showing up and friends of the owners showing up in the in the club box, so it's not going to be totally isolated as far as fans are concerned. I mean, the regular fans not going, but still. Well, my question is, are they allowed to bet at the track? I don't know that. I don't think so. But you're allowed to bet anywhere across America now in, in this, all the states that have Correct. legalized betting, and you can bet online certainly. So uh, I don't think you can bet on uh, at the at the track because again, they're not supposed to have fans. So I don't think Correct. you can bet there. But still, thousands are bet. To, Everywhere else, and of course, uh, you know, if you've got an online site, uh, you're dying right now because uh, how many people are going to bet NASCAR and things like that? Very few, I think. Well, did you hear the did you hear the line the other day between uh, the Kia team in the Korean League and the Hyundai line? What was the line? Uh oh. <laughs> I know this is going to be was, a joke, folks. Well, plus one seventy five if you took Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, that's a great question. Let's, you know, again, it's national, not local, but let's talk about this. Uh, South Korea has had another influx of infections. And going into the South Korean Baseball League, which started just uh, 10 days ago now, nine days ago now, as we do this show, uh, it was indicated that if one person, if one player was infected, they would hold it up for three weeks. They would stop it for three weeks. So I don't know what the odds are of a, of a player or an umpire being infected, but South Korea now is being hit again with uh, a high number of uh, infections that had stopped. It had, the term plateaued. It had plateaued. Now it's gone up a little bit. So, A, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but B, have you watched even one game and do you think ESPN is getting any ratings whatsoever? They're televising apparently what, six games a week, I think 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern time, start times for most of the games. I actually have actually, you know, watched a little bit of it. 
And I was amazed at how well the players are prepared. And, I mean, yes, it, it reminds me of double-A AA or triple-A baseball. Yeah. But for me, a sports fan, just seeing baseball and, and, and hearing Jambi and, and the guys do their, you know, their, their thing on ESPN, it kind of gives me a warm feeling. Uh, you know, and, and I'm just speaking for myself here. No, I, they, that, I, I again, I haven't seen one game, so I have no opinion on the quality. But going in, they said it was slightly under AAA. So as you indicated, between AA and AAA, probably 100% correct. But, you know, I watch games usually either when I used to wager, now I just play fantasy, but you used to watch the games from that aspect. Or if it was the Dodger game, obviously, because I'm a Dodger fan, or if I'm a UCLA Bruin basketball fan, but if they start just showing games of uh, Korean teams that I have no interest in one way or the other, I don't know how many people. I guess you get hooked on it uh, after a certain point, but uh, I think originally the ratings are not going to be all that good. Um, talking about ratings, and, and this is, uh, again, a national thing, but again, folks, so we're in Los Angeles, Southern California, the second biggest media market. You are listening to Believe Sports Biz, uh, Sports uh, media art source with us from Galaxy Sports, former Ram, former Trojan. I'm Fred, not a bad player at Culver City High School. But anyways, uh, the UFC, which should not have been allowed in Florida last weekend, was ratings were horrible. Again, I don't know how fans on TV can get into it. I don't know how the fighters can even get into it if there are no fans involved because the fans push you. The fans push you in all sports. Artie, you played all sports growing up. I played all sports growing up. If I was just playing by myself, it's no fun. I mean, I played a lot of over the line in baseball. Okay. But if uh, 100 fans were watching, I'd be more excited about it and probably play a little bit better. Your comments? Well, there's nothing like rolling out there into the Rose Bowl with 100,000 people or the Coliseum with 90,000 in the mid-70s, the UCLA-USC football game or an Ohio State-USC Rose Bowl. Come on. If that doesn't get you to the point where you want to be the best you can be and get the adrenaline flowing, nothing will. And I agree with you, Fred. Fans are an integral part of the game of sports, all sports. And what I heard about Fox being able to generate a background of, of fans. And, and if a guy scores a touchdown, you know, they're going to be able to create like, you know, this, this sound effect. Yeah. And that's really bizarre to me. Well, that's what Joe Buck said on uh, HBO real sports uh, to Brian Gumbo on the, on their show this month. That's exactly what he said. He said, I think the fans, I think the network's going to have to come up with some um, artificial uh, sound, uh, a fandom sort of like uh, uh, Bill Maher. Remember how they used to chroma key the background? Yeah. You know, you'd have the, with the green background, then you'd have the, you know, the Coliseum in the background and, you know, whomever the announcers were. I just think that might be taking it a step too far. Just me. Well, again, I, I, I think from an announcer's point of view, sometimes, you know, like Vin Skelly was famous for, he'd let the crowd just uh, tell you what was going on. He wouldn't try to outspeak uh, oh, that's, the crowd. That's, that's announcing one-on-one, great radio. Yeah. When a guy hits it deep to right, you know, to the wall, and he'll touch them all, and you shut up. He shut up and, and let, the fan, let the fans tell you what was going on. But uh, I think from – I'm not a big Joe Buck fan. I really liked his dad. But I think Joe Buck in this case is probably correct. I think they are going to come up with uh, – 
uh, artificial fan uh, applauding or booing or whatever the case might be, but it's not the same. And somebody made a funny crack. He said, you know, a quarterback's going to have to be very quiet talking to his team. What play he's going to call? Because if there's no fans there, the other team is going to be able to hear the calls. So this is really going to get interesting. I don't, first of all, folks, let me just say this unequivocally. I do not believe we're playing. Anyways, I don't. I think that this is all a dream. I don't think we're playing. Uh, in California now, the state schools have already said no, which means Fresno State, San Jose State, uh, uh, San Diego State. So the Mountain West Conference is done. I don't think we're playing college football. I don't think we're playing pro football. I don't think it's worth it. Last week we talked about what uh, C.J. McCallum said. Is it worth it? The answer is no. It's not worth it to take a chance. I don't care how much money or TV money is involved. I don't care if the players and owners can still make half what they'd be making before in baseball, football, basketball, whatever the case okay, might Fred, be. Okay, Fred, i got to ask you a question. Here's All another right. good one. All right. SoFi Stadium is $500 million over budget. Right. $5 billion project. Right. How do you go get a loan knowing that, you know, the state of California, Washington, Oregon, there's going to be no action until at least September. How are they going to complete that stadium? And can four teams play at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas? Is that what I'm reading? Well, it's possible. I guess the NFL could work the schedule if the NFL was playing. And Fred says the NFL will not be playing, and certainly not in September. I mean, I, I, again, I, I, I look at. You can believe the politicians, or you can believe the science side of it. I'm taking the science side of it. Science side of it says this thing can come back, even if it drops uh, uh, tremendously between, uh, let's say, in August. It can come back in the fall. And from that aspect, I'm going to take uh, Fauci and, and the scientist's point of view. Folks, what do you say? Email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. I'm certainly enjoying the Dodgers on DirecTV after all these years of uh, not uh, being able to see and being blacked out because Spectrum is the only uh, major uh, cable company having them. But I'm very happy to that. Uh, uh, DirecTV made the deal now that there are no games, Art. You're not in L.A., but uh, any thoughts about that? Uh, you think the timing well, you know, was a little fishy? Funny, Fred. I, I moved out to uh, Pennsylvania six years ago. Right. And I saw more Dodger baseball. Than I did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. I leave Newport Coast and come to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and I get to watch Vince Scully. I get to watch, you know, a seven time National League West champion ball club when nobody in L.A. got to see him. And I was like, I said, boy, that just doesn't seem right. You want to hear a funny story? Uh, I'm the least, uh, I'm a math guy. I, I'm not a computer guy at all. I'm not a uh, mechanical guy at all. My dad couldn't uh, ha hammer a nail, neither can I. But I have a friend who has an, well, I have an Amazon Fire Stick too, but he can work it to where I could go to his house down the block. This is no joke and watch Dodger games. He could beat the system, but most of us cannot. And as Art said, he was seeing more Dodger games in the state of Pennsylvania than Fred was here in Southern California. And it's from, the blackout was uh, from L.A. to Las Vegas because uh, Cox never carried it in Vegas. So uh, at least if the games do start, it won't be this year, maybe next, um, uh, the bottom line is you'll be able to watch them. Unless that was a, a screwy deal. Of course, DirecTV is trying, AT&T is trying to sell DirecTV. Maybe they sell it to a Dish, and maybe there is no deal at that point. So I don't know what the uh, the MS is, the bottom line is. Hey, you're listening, folks, to uh, Sports uh, 
Biz Sports Media on Believe. Uh, I am Fred. You can email us sportsfred uh, at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Talking to Art Source, a former USC and Ram kicker and a great golfer and uh, uh, running Galaxy Sports in, in Pennsylvania. You've got a couple minutes left here, Art. Let me throw you a question. Uh, let's go back to your thing, the Rams. Um, they obviously overpaid some of their star players. I don't think there's any question about it. Gurley's now in, in Atlanta. Goff is making his $35 million, but I think he's way overpaid. And by overpaying those guys a couple of years ago, aren't you really hurting your team? Let's presume we are having a season in 2020. You really can't go out and pick up any free agents if you're over that salary cap. So do you think they overpaid for all these guys and made major mistakes from that uh, perspective? Well, Fred, you know, the way the, the way the NFL salary cap works, we're looking at like $201 million right now. Right. When you tie up five or six guys, which they've done, you know, commanding over half of the salary cap, it puts you in a tough situation. They owe Todd Gurley money, and his agent's really livid right now because he's saying, hey, what, what's the deal here? You know, you get rid of us, you owe us money, pay us. But, you know, less need... And, and Mr. Deboff, they're looking at it from a different point of view. I mean, and let's be honest, Sean McVay is a great young football coach. Nobody can deny that. But they've hamstrung this guy, and they want him to compete in the NFC West with San Francisco, who went to the Super Bowl, Seattle, who's got unlimited budgets, and, and now you have the up-and-coming Cardinals, who got probably the best player in the draft, and have a quarterback that, you know, working with Kingsbury, I mean, come on. Things are not looking good in Los Angeles for the Rams, in my opinion. And I am a Ram fan when I say that. Art uh, grew up in Los Angeles, Southern California. Fred grew up in Southern California. Uh, the sports uh, radio ratings when we were growing up uh, were very high, near the top uh, 10 all the time in uh, radio ratings. The latest ratings now out uh, for the month of April. And... Uh, 570 KLAC uh, was 40th, and 710 uh, used to be KMPC, now ESPN Radio, uh, was 41st. Already 40 and 41st, 830, not even showing up at all. Any comments? Well, you know, sports media right now, Fred, and we've talked about this off the air many times, you know, there is, there is a, a dearth of, there's nothing there. I mean, honest to God, you can do sports radio all night long. Unless you're pretty provocative, which obviously, you know, with satellite radio, you can say whatever you want. I mean, barstool radio, you know how that works, Fred. The point I'm making is, right now, these stations that, that basically went to sports radio, they need to find some provocative people that can call it like it is. And, and, and I think you need to go back to talking about sports and bringing back the older players because the audience that listens to sports radio, I think, are an older audience. I think the younger group of people, they could care less. And I also think now with the pandemic going on, I think the history of sports is a most important topic. So I agree with you. I think you bring back uh, either host or, or, or former players, things like that, to talk about the history. Because to continue to talk about are we going to play, are we not going to play, a draft that may not mean anything, free agency may who not really mean knows, anything. Right? Who, know, who knows? But we do know 
what happened in the past in baseball, football, basketball, Tell and me things about like that. And, and Willie Mays and, and, and Wilmer Stargell and Roberto Clemente. And, and you know, because a lot of people, we always forget this, Fred, because we're a little bit older, but a lot of people never saw them play. True. And this is where I think the networks are kind of losing a little bit of their their edge. I mean, I would love to see the 1971 World Series with Richie Hebner at third and Bob Robertson at first for the Pirates. And I mean, these are these are classic events. I mean, the the, the Miracle Mets. Okay, you see what I'm saying? One hundred percent. Hey, Art. Before we go, I'm going to ask you a trivia question, and it's a tough one. Okay, you ready? Okay. Let, let's presume that baseball plays its half the season, which it won't, but let's say it does. 81 games. All the players get half, so Blake Snell is going to have to suffer at $3.5 million. Uh, uh, Clayton's going to have to suffer at, what, uh, 16 or $17 million, things like that. Okay. Uh, and I think uh, Trout's what, making 39, so he'll have to settle at $19.5 million uh, for half the season. But uh, if they play half the season based on half uh, – uh, payments to the players. Who might be the uh, player that makes the most money this season? It's a trick wow. question. It's a trick question. You ready for the answer to this? It's an unfair question, really. You know what it is? Well, well, well let me ask you this. Can you give me like a multiple choice? No, let me just tell you this. It's a player that retired four years ago, and he's got a guarantee of $24 million. And his name is Cecil Fielder, and uh, they okay. have to. It's guaranteed in his contract. That has nothing. It has nothing to do with is how it many. Is Cecil or his son? Uh, oh, Prince Fielder. Yeah, Prince and, and uh, Prince Fielder. I was going to say if Cecil has that in his contract, I want to know who his agent is. No, no it's Prince Fielder, and uh, he's making twenty-four million if the season goes on, or doesn't go on. So he's laughing right now, and uh, oh boy, and Blake Snell is not. And, folks, I hope you enjoyed this uh, program and listen to us every week and all the fine shows on Believe. And you can email us at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com. Before we go, a lot of fans in L.A. are from uh, Pennsylvania Art Source. They probably like to listen to Galaxy Sports and things like that. When and where can they hear and uh, read your stuff? Well, you can read our stuff. We're on Facebook. We've got a really nice page now, a web page. But uh, I'm on Saturdays in Harrisburg at, at like 9 a.m. It's on the uh, KCBS station, and they're welcome to join us. I mean, and, of course, we're excited about our future. We're going to be on, like, I mean, how many stations are going to be on, Fred? There are going to be a few in the near future, if all things go. Uh, go in a positive direction. Art, stay well, and uh, we'll definitely talk to you tomorrow. I love it. Thank you, Fred. Art Source, Galaxy Sports. Uh, this is Believe Sports, Biz Sports Media. Email us at uh, sportsfredadeo.com. You can listen to the show, of course, all the apps. Certainly I, certainly TuneIn is the one that I always listen to this show from. And I'd like to thank Scott for putting the show together. And we'll see you around the corner probably next week if uh, we're still alive right here on Sports Biz Sports Media on Believe. Bye, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones 
who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.